this is the Empowering Health Podcast. If you're a female living with type 1 diabetes and you care about your health, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andy Balog, and I specialize in helping women just like you navigate all things nutrition, exercise, sleep, and blood sugars so you can feel confident and in control in your body and your life with T1D. Let's go. Before I forget, if you are wanting to feel more confident in your carb counting maybe you are going to be going on an insulin pump soon and you have no idea what you're doing with carb counting or you just want to understand it better maybe you were never really taught properly or you just feel a lot of stress and anxiety when it comes to carb counting maybe you're just avoiding it or just like guessing your insulin dosages which is not fun or necessary So if that sounds like you and you want to get better at carb counting and learn from me and learn all of the mistakes I made, how you can avoid making those mistakes, how you can become really confident in carb counting to the point where I don't even think about it anymore. It just becomes part of your normal day and it's not stressful at all and you feel really in control and confident about having to carb count, then you should come and check out my carb counting masterclass that I'm hosting in collaboration with the Type 1 Foundation. It's going to be on the 4th of February, 2024. But if you want to just grab the replay, you can as well, even if you can't make it live on that day, it's going to be an interactive carb counting masterclass where I will help simplify carb counting so you can gain back that confidence that you may have lost around food in type one, which happens all the time. And I'm going to give you the perspective of obviously being a nutritionist and a type one for over 20 years now, who went through the transition of syringes and exchanges to carb counting and insulin pumping. So you're going to feel way more confident and clear about carb counting for all foods in different situations and realize that you're not the only one struggling with carb counting. So get some valuable tips and insights around carb counting and come and join me in this masterclass. You can grab your tickets or access it via the link in the show notes. And I hope to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. I promise it's not going to be boring. You're going to learn so much, whether you are new to carb counting or you just want a refresher. And I hope to see you there. But now let's get into the episode. Hello, how are you? Um, It's currently morning over here. It's nine in the morning. I'm doing some podcast recording this morning. I've had some brekkie and I'm also really excited because I'm actually headed to the gym today and it kind of works in well with this episode because I wanted to give you guys an easy workout to follow that you can just plug and play and just get started with because a few weeks ago I posted an episode about how to actually, you know, get started in the gym if you haven't joined a gym before, but also how to stay consistent, how to stay on the wagon rather than just consistently falling off and having to start over and over again and finding that motivation over and over again um, because there is a way around that. So if you hadn't listened to that episode yet, make sure you go back. It is episode 56 and it's tips for getting started in a gym and staying consistent and I've also linked it in the show notes below so it's easy for you to go find it if you can't find it but it's literally going to be at the top of the list so it should be pretty easy but yeah in today's episode I wanted to take you through an easy workout so first of all the easiest kind of workout that I believe you can do is one that attacks the lowest hanging fruit, so to say. 
So what I mean by this is rather than going in and using, you know, these random workouts you may have saved onto your Instagram um, folders, like, you know, like as you're going through scrolling reels, maybe there's a workout here, a workout there. Oh, that looks fun. That looks fun. And like, I'm all for having fun and enjoying your workouts. That's kind of a different story here. Um, but it definitely is part of it. You obviously want to enjoy what you're doing so that you can be consistent. That's a big part of it, as you would have heard in the episode I spoke about just before. But you also want to make sure that you're getting your bang for your buck. You want to make sure that the workouts you're doing actually have a, you know, purpose to them. They're going to give you the results that you're after. They're going to help you build muscle. They're going to help you get stronger. They're going to help you actually use your muscles in the right way so that you're getting, again, some kind of, some kind of win out of your workouts rather than just going and working out for the sake of it. And if that's kind of what you're there for, then that's totally okay. But this episode is for you. If you want to make sure you're getting the progress that you want out of the gym or just working out in general, then this is going to be a great workout for you to follow. So my favorite kind of workout that I recommend to most people is a full body workout. So there are different kinds of workouts out there. And generally it is between either a full body workout or a split workout, which is the complete opposite of a full body. So if in a full body workout, essentially you are you are aiming to hit every single muscle group in your body. So we're talking legs, arms, your back, your core, and that is essentially a full body workout as opposed to a split workout, which requires you to split up the different parts of your body for each different workout. So one workout might be um, your back. So you're just working on your back for that entire workout. Another workout, a different day might be your legs. Another workout might be core. And then another workout might be arms. So you're splitting up your entire body parts. Now, you do have to think about that in terms of what are you able to do? What does your week look like? What does your schedule look like? What does it allow for you to do? Because there are some people out there, like you might be listening to this where you're just like, I don't have an hour or 45 minutes, not even one time a week where I can get in a full body workout. I've only got like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, or maybe 15, 20 minutes, then you can split it up. But The reason I recommend a full body workout over a split workout is because of the following reasons. They do have a lot of perks over the split body workouts, but again, the split body workouts do have their place, but today I'm going to teach you a easy workout that you can plug and play into whenever you want to go do a workout. I would suggest do it as soon as possible after listening to this so you can actually apply it and don't just listen to this and let it go over your head. But the perks of full body workouts are these. Number one is there's less planning required. So all you have to do is plan for maximum three days a week. But I, if you're not doing anything right now, I would recommend starting with one day a week and then moving it to two and then three over months and months as you stay consistent with the, with the amount of times before. So stay consistent with one day a week for a few weeks. And then if you're able to do that and it's easy, go for two days a week and then so on. And all you have to do is just to plan for those two or three days in that week to find 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and then you can forget about it the rest of the week. You can forget about working out for the rest of the week, plan it in for the following, um, 
you know, the following few days. So the way I recommend that my clients or like anyone who, who wants advice from me about working out, if you want to plan in a full body workout, I recommend this kind of structure. So you have a workout day, a rest day, a workout day, a rest day, a workout day, a rest day. And then what have we got there? One, two, three, four, five, six. And then you've got another day off. So it's just like having as little time between your workouts is going to have a huge benefit because you're not going to be off too long to the point where you start to get out of that, um, not so much motivation, but the routine, which can really help you stay consistent, but also it helps with frequency and sending that signal to build muscle for your body. Because if you have too much time off in between sessions, you're not going to be able to hit that same amount of frequency. Like say if you have three days off, you've already missed half of a week and then you're not going to get as many workouts in as you would normally. So that is a structure I would recommend, maybe one day, maximum two days off and then do another session. And the second perk is that you hit your entire body in one session. Obviously, that's like kind of like, you know, an obvious perk when it's full body workout. But what this means is that you're less likely to develop imbalances or injuries. And this is one of the biggest things that hold people back. Like I remember my days of doing in-person personal training when I first started in the industry and I would have clients come in and they would get injured after like, a few weeks or I would um, see people in the gym every now and then and then I wouldn't see them for months and then they'd come back in and they'd be like, oh, I had an injury I had to recover from. And it's such a normal thing in the gym space because if you don't do it right, you will continue to injure yourself and those injuries will build upon each other and you never really heal because you don't know how to rehab out of them. And then you just will, you'll continue going downhill instead of progressing in your gym journey, in your muscle building journey. So it's really helpful if you do full body because again, you are using all of the different muscle groups. Ideally, you're doing some rotational exercises in there as well, which I will explain in the exercise program I explained below further in this episode, but you want to make sure that you're using all the different muscles so that you're not just using like the same muscles in the same way all the time. Um, because you will end up, yeah, having these imbalances and they cause injury. Like that's where you hear about people where like, you know, it's so funny how we always get injured in really silly ways. Like, you know, someone puts out their back and you're like, oh my God, how did you do it? Like, you know, what happened? And I'll say, oh, nothing. I was just like bending over to pick up my kid's toys or something. Or like, I was just grabbing the shower, like the shampoo bottle in the shower and I, I slipped out. Like it's all always these little things because it doesn't take much to have that kind of injury when you're imbalanced and your muscles aren't imbalanced. So that's the second perk is to basically hit your whole body in one session. And the third perk is that by creating a longer session, you are simultaneously creating some focused time to yourself. And if you have been working out for a while and you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about here, where working out becomes like a meditative state. Because if you're doing it properly and you're not like, you you know, you take some time away from your phone, you take some time out where you are just focused on the workout. It's really hard to focus on anything else when you are lifting weights on your back or you're lifting weights. Like if you're really paying attention and you're doing the movements with intention, you will feel present and like 
in a meditative state. It is really, really beneficial for your mental health to get away from everything else and just spend some time moving your body. And that is what doing a full body workout will give you because it is a longer amount of time because it takes some time to kind of get into the workout where I find that split workouts, you kind of just get into it and then it's over. And then it's not, yeah, it's just not the same in my opinion. And the last perk I really want to highlight here for a full body workout is that you have more frequency, which is actually the biggest factor in progressing. So it took us a long time to get to this point, but we now know there have been many, many studies showing this now where we had to work out like what is it that really is the biggest game changer in Um, building muscle, like what kind of workout should we be focusing on? And we went through all the different things. Like it was like, oh, nuance, do a different exercise every two minutes and then you will trick the muscles into progressing. That's not true, by the way. Um, We've come up with all of these stupid little things that we thought was the answer, but realistically, what has been proven time and time again is that frequency is what will give you the best long-term results and the fastest muscle growth results. And what I mean by frequency, like I said before, if you are able to train two to three days a week, your entire body, you have three days, let's say you're doing three days a week at the absolute most, that's three times you are hitting all those different muscle groups for however many sets that you're doing. So you can imagine how much frequency that creates as opposed to if you're doing a split workout program, let's say you're doing four or maybe even, yeah, let's say you're doing four or five days a week, but it's a split program. So you're only hitting your mu- each muscle group one time per week. You can see how that then reduces the frequency, which means that progressing takes a lot longer and you might not see the same amazing benefits. So those are the perks of a full body workout program. Now, getting into a simple workout that you can do, I'm going to go through just the exercises and then I'm going to kind of talk about why those exercises are what I recommend. So this is the order that I'll do these exercises in as well. So they're definitely intentionally listed. So number one, squats or deadlifts, not on the same day. Number two, calf raises. Number three, pull-ups, and these can be assisted if needed. Number four, bent over row. Number five, push-ups. Number six, shoulder press. Number seven would be an oblique core twist. And number eight would be planks and side planks. So talking about why these exercises are beneficial, why these exercises are the ones I would recommend and why they're so beneficial. Well, squats are and deadlifts as well. They're, they are extremely functional movements. They incorporate some of the largest muscle groups in your body. So your quads, your glutes, and your um, back as well. And these are going to help stabilize and give you a large amount of muscle and strength because your legs and your glutes are some of the largest muscles in your body. They're going to provide the biggest benefits when it comes to the benefits that muscle gives you. So if you can build a lot of muscle in your lower body, you are going to be getting far ahead of those who don't focus on these big movements and these are functional movements rather than you doing all of these random like kickbacks and all of these leg press and all these random exercises that you might see online squats and deadlifts are the fundamentals that I recommend in all programs to all my clients and everyone should be able to do them and the same thing goes with lunges as well but starting with squats or deadlifts is a great way way to start and as I said not on the same day because you're hitting different 
sides of your body. So squats are more um, anterior focused where deadlifts are more posterior focused. And if you do both of those in one day, it is a bit too much for your central nervous system. So don't do both, but they are extremely functional. They're going to help you in your everyday life. You squat, you need to move around, you need to pick things up off the floor. That is the movements that are incorporated in a squat or a deadlift. So they are going to carry over into your day and into your daily life really, really beneficially. Number two will be calf raises. And this is again, another one of those functional movements. Like you got to grab something from a higher shelf in your kitchen. What are you going to do? You're going to calf raise. Anytime you're trying to reach overhead, you're going to calf raise. Calf raises are extremely beneficial. And that is why I would recommend them. And they're an easy exercise to include. Number three, pull-ups. Pull-ups are, again, extremely functional. All of these exercises are all built around function. If you can pull yourself up, that is a fantastic amount of strength that you've got in your upper body. Even just aiming to try and pull yourself up and everyone can achieve a pull-up. It's just about learning to do that. And of course, you can do these assisted if needed because it's very difficult to get to one pull-up. So not, not saying you can't do it, but it does take time to build up to that. So starting off with assisted, so whether you do it on a um, like a pull-up machine, like a um, structure of some kind that can hold your weight, um, you can attach a resistance band to it and assist yourself that way. Or if you have a gym membership and you have an assisted pull-up machine, you can use that. And either of these are going to give you fantastic benefits overall. You're going to build your upper back muscles, your shoulders, your arms, and just help create that overall balance in muscles in your body. And number four is the bent over row. So the bent over row is something that will help develop your back muscles, your shoulders, your lower back, your upper back. And depending on which way you do this, a bent over row though specifically will really target that um, mid back and help you just create overall strength and a row is extremely beneficial in the way that we are often spending a lot of our day sitting, reaching forwards. Like how often do you like pull something as opposed to move your arms out in front of you? Like it's not something that we often do. Like say, for example, if you have an office job, you're spending a lot of your time with your hands in front of you, kind of slouching forward, closing in your chest. A bent over row helps you develop the muscles in your back to do the opposite of that. It helps you create good posture. It helps re release the muscles in your um, chest and in the front of your body. It helps release tension in your neck and your shoulders and helps just rebalance everything so that you can have good posture and then have less muscle aches and pains and things like that. And that's going to just obviously lead into great results as you get older. And this is one of the things is that we don't really think about that. We don't want to think about when we get older, but doing all of this now is going to be so beneficial for you when you get older. You're going to be miles and leaps ahead of other people in their older age if you can keep up these exercises moving forward into your older age because you're going to be able to keep being um, independent and do all of these movements throughout the day that we don't even realize require this kind of strength, but that's what the row is going to give you along with all these other exercises. And number five is push-ups, which is a similar kind of um, functional exercise in terms of it, it requires you to use your whole body. If you can do a full body push-up on the floor 
without being on your knees, you are pushing your whole body weight up and down. And that requires core strength. It requires shoulder strength, stability. And it is honestly one of the most functional exercises because again, you're using your entire body weight. And rather than you doing like just a, a chest exercise alone, you are using your triceps, you're using your shoulders, your biceps, you're using your core if you're doing it correctly, it will really benefit you in a lot of ways. And now I love talking about the next one, which is shoulder press, because shoulder press is the way that the reason it's so functional is because think about how many times we have to reach overhead. And if you don't do this exercise enough, you're going to find one day you're not going to be able to reach up to close your car boot, or you're not going to be able to reach up to shut a cupboard or to grab something from up high. That's where like the old, you know, you see old people asking people in the supermarket, can you grab that down for me? I can't reach up. And shoulders, um, shoulder strength and mobility is really important because we actually, well, you know how we think we evolved from apes. Like we believe that we were supposed to spend a lot of time with our arms up above our head. Hanging is really, really good for your body and stretching out all of your um, muscles in your spine. Like if you've done it before, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you hang off of something and let your spine decompress, it is such a good feeling. And I think that does there is a reason behind that. And having this mobility in your shoulders is just so important to be able to live your everyday life and continue to be independent. As I mentioned before, we don't even realize how important shoulder mobility is. So if you can do a shoulder press, that's going to help you stay mobile into your older age, which is obviously going to be going to have its perks. And where are, we up, where are we up to? Four, five, six. Number seven, the oblique twist. So this can be done with a machine, a cable machine, or just like a resistance band at home. Um, you can, again, it'll be explained in the um, next few parts of this podcast, how you can kind of work out these exercises. But um, even if you just look it up online, it's easy. The oblique twist is a rotational core exercise. And as I mentioned earlier, like rotation is really important to include in your exercise program because we don't do enough of it. We just don't. In our daily life these days, we are too much sedentary. We sit around, we even might stand, but we don't twist enough. And that's really important for our spine health, our shoulder health, our entire core and our like mobility. If you are in the same position too much, your hips tighten up, it then puts out your your back and we end up with all these other issues. So if you can continue to rotate and build strength in rotation, the oblique twist can really help you do that. Um, and it's not hard for you to, like, it's not hard for as an exercise for people to do, like everyone can achieve this exercise and you can um, downgrade it in terms of resistance. It doesn't need to be hard to do in order to get the benefits out of it. And then lastly is a plank and a side plank. These exercises are totally underrated. They did have a lot of um, kind of focus for many years, like probably five to 10 years ago, um, but they did kind of lose their um, popularity there for a while, which I think is a shame because again, it's like with any fad, we kind of go overboard and then we pull back too far the other way. But planks and side planks are another exercise where you are focusing on building strength with your own body weight and having that balance and stability is so important. Like if you've ever done a proper plank, you will know how difficult it is. I mean, I have been working on my plank all year this year 
actually probably for about 10 months now. I've started incorporating it back in a lot more um, frequently and it is so difficult. Like I set a timer for one minute for my front plank, my my full body plank. And um, it is so tricky. Even to this day, like even doing it every few days, it is very tricky because we don't use our core enough. It just goes to show like our cores are so weak a lot of the time. So it does build full core strength and internal core strength, not just the outer abdominals, but also the internal abdominal muscles. And the side plank builds a lot of strength in the oblique muscles, which don't get worked a lot. And this can help with lower back pain a lot. So if you're struggling with lower back pain, incorporating side planks and regular planks into your routine will really help with that. So this is why all these exercises are so beneficial. I hope explaining all this has helped you understand why I would include these. And as I said, it should be done in the order that I mentioned. And if you need to go back, re-listen to this episode to find out what order that was. But if you want a way to follow this kind of exercise program with video demos, like all of the reps and the sets and the variations for at home or in the gym laid out for you, something that you can carry into the gym on your phone. It's really convenient and explains the way that you need to switch things up, how often you need to switch things up because it is a, there's a certain rhyme and reason to the way that we need to program our workouts in order to get the best results. Because if you do the same thing day in, day out, if you do even this program I just gave you forever and not change up like the resistance or the repetitions or the sets in a certain way, you will start to plateau. And yes, it will still be functional, but it won't be the best possible results that you could get. So if you want something that is laid out for you with all of these exercises, plus other variations, other important functional exercises, and make it easy for you to follow so that you can feel more confident, work work out with a plan and not feel anxious about going into the gym. You can just focus on this is the next exercise. This is the next exercise. Get into that um, meditative state and enjoy your workouts and start seeing your body and your blood sugars and your confidence improve, uh, then you should check out my workout programs. I'll list them in the um, show notes below. You can grab them there. I have You can buy them um, individually or you can buy them in a bundle if you want to check out both. And they are so simple to use and follow and they have provided great results for me and my clients. So you should check that out if you need more guidance. But otherwise, I will catch you soon and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or your night okay bye if this podcast has inspired you and you're ready for change you can apply to work with me by clicking the link in the show notes or go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click apply for coaching if you like this episode please leave a five-star review and share it with other t1ds you know so i can continue to help others you can also find me on instagram at the t1d nutritionist and i'll catch you in the next episode